This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello, and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? We march towards wedding weekend. It's coming. It's the it's the slow, fast march towards uh towards the weekend. Yes, it's it's coming along. I'm hungry, as as you okay. do. <laughs> Are you doing, I mean, are you doing like a wedding? I saw you post a healthy meal from someone. Are you doing um, the wedding, shredding for the wedding, so to speak? So yeah, someone sent me, um, combined by Alana, she sent me like these, like she does like food combining, which I don't know what any of that means. Um, mm. But it looks very healthy stuff. and It just makes it easier. You know, the hardest part about being healthy is having to think about what Listen. to be healthy with. it's it's scheduling if i'm scheduled for meals i'm good to go like Mm -hmm. i can it's the minute i start and and as anyone who's ever heard me on diet starts tomorrow knows it's the minute i start putting it off putting it off putting it off then then it gets to a point where i'm starving but it has to be something delicious and it has to be healthy and it's like that trifecta ain't going down and that's when i tend to like just eat everything i yeah i totally um I can relate to that, but, um, yeah, I am trying to be healthier as I, you know, as I approach the crunch time of my wedding, it's like, if there was ever an event (laughs) to, um, to (laughs) glow up for exactly, this is it. So, um, I'm on my best food behavior, even though I, you're not really supposed to say that, I guess, but. Why that's not? what I'm. That's I, what I'm doing. I would be doing the same thing. I does Mike do anything like that? Is he doing any? You or know, does he just like he? He's a pretty in shape dude. He was he, trying he, like, to gain weight for the wedding. Okay, but he wanted I don't, to get jacked. He was trying to <laughs> he get. Yeah, to he was trying to gain do gains for the wedding. He kind of like tried for like two weeks, and then he was like, "Fuck it." Um, so <laughs> he's back to his normal <laughs> diet of um of uh, vanilla, Coca Cola. And uh, charcuterie. So I'm I'm so angry. Yeah. No, but he's like one of those annoying people who just doesn't think about food ever. Like if it's like he'll eat whatever he wants when he thinks about it. But those people also don't. And this isn't diet starts tomorrow. So I'm not trying to make this a sure a food related. But but he like it's interesting to watch people eat who can eat whatever they want, but they don't eat that much of it. Yes. Because they like it's not a thing for them. They just eat, they eat whatever they want, but they eat like a normal amount of it. I eat every (laughs) meal as if it's my last meal on death row. That is every meal, every meal. This is the last time I'll have a French fry. This is the last time I'll be able to have a good sandwich. Totally. I'm that way. So I got to finish it all. I don't care. Hunger. No, no, no. I got to taste it for as long as humanly possible because this will never come back my way again. Yeah, it's um, totally it is the true uh, frustrating part about it. It's like it's all portions. It's all portions. It is. It's, it's, it, you know, and it's funny because when we order, like sometimes we'll have like I'm like full, but there is like something left. 
Mm. So I'm like, I can't have it be like, I can't have it just be there. Like it has to be eaten. So I'm like, why don't you finish this? And he's like, no, I'm like, good. I'm like, but it's like, I'm like good. some like someone needs the last slice of whatever. And he's like, um, he's like, no, like actually like I'm like, I'm not, why would I like eat this? I'll feel bad after like, I'll feel too, <laughs> like, why would you, I'm like, well, that's an interesting take. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so just I not relate eat. zero to that. <laughs> Same. Yeah. <laughs> the idea like why would i finish it just to finish it right. yes that's exactly what i'm saying yeah like why wouldn't i save it for later when i'm actually hungry it doesn't make any sense to me uh, either but i hate people with healthy attitudes towards food it, it's it is the worst just, I, I can't relate to it one bit and i want to be that person that's why like you know these food bloggers that you see that are like also gorgeous people are like do you eat it and it's like yeah they have one bite like they yeah they chill with it you know yeah, they just, it's not, because it's not on a pedestal. It's kind of like, you know, when the guy is on a pedestal, it's like, I, and again, I always think about that. Like when I, I'm in the DST Facebook group or like I see, I listen to Diet Starts Tomorrow and I'm like, just don't eat it or something. Or just like, don't eat, you know what I mean? It's like, just don't text him easy. or like, just don't, you know, yeah. just, uh, just like, just remember that like, it's not a big deal if it doesn't work out. Like, it's all so much easier said than done. Yeah, it's <laughs> I mean? all easy until it's your thing. Yeah. Right. I, well, I, I always say with skincare, if someone's like, what do you use for your skin? Get dropped a skincare routine. I'm like, I let the shampoo come down for my hair and go on my face and I scrub it in and then I'm done. And it's like, what? You know, like people who have skin stuff, they like spend totally. half their life doing like pre-bed. And I'm like, yeah, I think worrying about it sometimes makes it even worse for you. Totally, totally. That's another thing. I mean, Mike never doesn't own face wash. So, yeah. um, the only reason I do is because of our great sponsors. Yes. <laughs> we've had we've had some great skincare sponsors. I get some I get sent some great stuff. But that's not why I do it. I do it because I'm I'm obsessed with looking young. But yes. <laughs> having good skin, but uh that's funny. Anyway, we got a little off dating, but that's okay, but it, it, it all, all comes relates. together. It all relates. Yeah. When, when we obsess about something, it becomes even harder. It's a, it's like a, uh, it's like a finger trap. The more you pull, the harder you pull, the harder it is to get out. That's yeah. with anything. So I, I mean, but honestly, oh. people, the one thing we need to talk about is we have a live show, December eighth, town hall. Get the tickets. The group chat. Assemble them. It's time. Get the tickets. We're going to have a live show. It's going to be a blast. December 8th, we're playing Red Flag Deal Breaker. We're bringing people on stage for dating app makeovers. We're answering your questions from the audience. So get together December 8th. Go to betches.co slash uuplive21. And we want submissions. Yeah. So if you want to be a part of the show, that's exciting, right, Jordana? I mean, people who are part of the show love it. Their friends obviously love it. Um, yes. It's such we have a we have a lot of fun with the people we bring on stage. Obviously, there's a little bit of like a riffing, roasting kind of thing, but it's all in very good fun. Um, We're there and to it, help you. Exactly. We're there to help you. And the people who come up are always helped, whether they yeah. meet the love of their life the next week or they get a lot of DMs from people in the audience wanting to date them. I think it's a great great time to be involved in the show so if you want to submit a fuck boy or nah if you want to submit a um if you want to submit a dating app makeover if you want to submit your texts to be decoded for a deal reveal 
email them into you uup at betches.com that's uup at betches.com and just write in the subject what you're submitting for and just confirm that you're coming to the show there it is boom there it is um and we got you up with benefits which people have really been enjoying if you want to hear more about you know jordana's journey towards the wedding or hear about my single issues go uh you up with benefits if you just hit it on apple three bucks a month for an extra two uh, podcasts a month plus no ads and you get them a day earlier. And on Spotify, you just search you up with benefits. It comes up right away. Any more announcements? You got anything else? Um, obviously, listen to Money, Please. You guys heard Burn on our last episode. It's our newest podcast. I'm really excited about it. It's a great show. And subscribe to you up with benefits. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. So let's just... Get into it. Um, someone Let's asked if walking away to get him to commit ever works. Should I read the email or do you want to talk about that topic? Well, let's read it first. Okay. Dear J&J, I did it. I owned my standards <laughs> and I walked away from a situationship that wasn't serving me. I'm proud Yay! of myself. <laughs> I'm proud of myself, but still sad and disappointed. I'm proud of you, dear listener. You did it. I had been the seeing. Why this- are you writing in if you didn't? Yeah. <laughs> well, fi- well, we will find out. Yeah. Um, I've been seeing this guy for about five months. We clicked. Amazing chemistry, amazing sex, regular dates, every weekend together. So much in common. Blah blah blah. Rainbows and unicorns, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I love the subtle awareness of this, of this emailer. We decided to end things, at least for now. There are a lot of details. He's new to our city, has some professional and mental health struggles, but the long and short of it is I want a relationship with him and he, quote unquote, isn't in the right frame of mind for a relationship right now. I wasn't going to wait around for him to be ready, so I called it. But a not so small part of me, of course, wishes he'd change his mind and a lot of the hokey advice on the internet says to get a man to commit, you have to be willing to walk away and men become more attracted when you aren't around. My question is, does the adage of walking away to get him to commit ever work? Is that utter bullshit or is there some truth to it? As Jordana says, they always come back and I have a feeling that he'll be back. Thanks for doing the Lord's work. My dating life has been infinitely better. Thanks to the pod. Sincerely walk this way. 
An interesting question because it's um, it's one of those things that this is like married people advice. You know, married people, when they give advice, they get too personal with it. And I'm not okay. saying, you you know, mean I'm like saying married people generally. Right. Um, you might have a good friend that like has some awareness like this emailer, like, you know, the, I, again, you might be a good friend, but when, when a married person gives dating advice, they use their own story as the norm and then ignore that like everyone's situation is different. Like they don't think of you. You mean so like they're like, the exception? They consider the exception the norm. Right. So it's like in this scenario, like when they say, when she says they all are uh, the advice on the internet, get a man to commit. You have to be willing to walk away. That's someone who's like, yeah, he came strolling back. And after he, you know, like he, when he realized what he didn't have, like if you read any wedding website, the, our story page is insane. Like I hate it's those. like, <laughs> I, they're the worst. It's yeah. always like, and then when he didn't realize that he, you know, like he finally, he knew she was the perfect woman. And it's like, I don't really buy that shit. It's always told backwards. Like married people, when they give advice, they go, and we met at a supermarket. So you should definitely go to a supermarket. And you're like, okay. Like it can happen <laughs> in any way. <laughs> like, right. You know, like, well, it, it, so, so to say, so to, like to look, it, of course, People who have walked away from something made certain people go, I guess I should be, this person was right for me and I was wrong. And then they came back. But to, to expect that isn't really a strategy. Here's the thing I think about that saying, and, and they say that I said this, which I have. They always come back. Yes. They, I believe that they do come back, but yes. they don't come back like, well, like they don't come, like just be that. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like the most encouraging thing. Like they always come back. He'll be back. But like they come back exactly the same as they left. Just totally. bored, I, just bored and wanting to hook up. They always come back. I have to say, I personally, I've been in a lot of these three month or things or like these like things where it seemed like it was going well. And then when you end it, cause you, cause you want a relationship and they keep, they don't. Um, a few months later, you usually do hear from them, but it's not, it's not, Hey, I've rethought everything and I actually do really want to be with you in a relationship. And I've just like, um, I've, I, I, I was wrong and I did it the wrong way. It's always like, let's go out. Like we had fun, like hoping you it's kind of like forgot about that thing. So it's they do come back, but they don't come back changed. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it's very <laughs> funny that she took your words and made them way more positive than they actually were set. Right. Like, <laughs> as Jordana says, they always come back and I have a feeling he'll be back. Well, we it's both, like, I agree. It's like he, uh, he will be back. Have you ever seen Pet Cemetery? Like the no. Stephen King movie? It's basically like, you know, it's about someone's you know, the pet dies and the person wants to bring them back to life. But when the, when the animal comes back to life, it's not like they're cute, cuddly animal. It's like some <laughs> scary demon. That's like, so like, be kind of like the moral, like be careful. Like what you, what you think you want is not actually, it's, a, yes. if it's not done right, it doesn't matter. I think it's very, very rare that someone 
comes back and truly changes who they are or what they want with the same per with the person that they had a chance to be with before. When the guy comes back, you're, you're totally right. Uh, when the guy comes back, and I'm giving, you know, I'm, I'm turning on my own people right now for the benefit of this show. When the guy comes back, it is because he's a little bit lonely. He's got no other options. You're someone who has said yes to his naked body before. And if you give him, and it's actually a low risk emotional ego space for him because it ended before, you know, you are someone who has said yes before. So if you say no yet now, it's not as really devastating because it's like, ah, well, there were other reasons right. and they're done with my bullshit. It's not him putting himself out there and saying, will you go out with me the first time? The first time he approaches you is actually jumping off a cliff, you know, you know, with a parachute. You know, you're hoping it opens with a, yes, I'd love to go on a date with you. When you are going, approaching someone you've been with before, there's no risk. You're just, you know, you're taking a step off a, you know, you're walking off a step, you know? Right. And it's, yeah. it's, um, and, and honestly, what people forget when they get, when someone comes back to them is that they've had the trial period. They've had the information. They've gotten the information they need. The idea that like, you know, so like this guy isn't in the right frame of mind for a relationship right now. The only way, and Jordana, you said this, but it, it, it's, it, you said that they never come back like, I'm ready to date. I'm ready to take this seriously. Like, right. They're never like a better version. <laughs> will You're you right. be my? I've never had someone come back and be like, will you be my girlfriend? Because I know that's totally. what you, uh, in fact, I've had someone say like, what do you, when I confronted them about coming back, like, oh, did you, do you want me to like ask you to be my, like, is that what you're, is that the only way we're hanging out? Sure. <laughs> I was kind of like, yeah. Otherwise, like, are you just, you're just asking me to go back to, pre to pretend this is four months ago? Totally. Yeah. And, 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 and it's, it's interesting that we just, you know, because they came back, a lot of people will go, well, that's a huge sign. No, it's not like that he likes me or has been thinking about me. And it's like, it's not as big a sign as people make it out to be. Like, right. I mean, you know, I, I, and I get the urge to, to go there because every time I would get a text from one of those guys, I would be like, fucking yeah, they always come back. <laughs> <laughs> but then once you actually like, and it feels really good. It feels really, really good when you get that text that's like, hey, like, been thinking about you or been thinking or like was wondering if you'd want to hang out or like just checking in mm. to see how everything is going like those feel really 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 good and it's easy it's very easy to let your mind wander to like this person's changed this person's been thinking about me the whole time they know they made a mistake and like they're ready to especially if you're not really like seeing anyone else at the time either you're like oh like yeah. this was the last thing that i remember that felt really really good like of course i want to get back into that mode and back in that mental place where like it's like the most exciting thing that could happen if you were fixated on someone and really like them and then they reject you and then they come back and you still got nothing going on it's kind of like i i yeah and from the other side i've gone back i've done this i've been the person to go back and you go hey <laughs> and, and, <laughs> i'm here let's do drinks again right and you're back at drinks and you know it, and the going back thing has become easier because of social media you know like you know this isn't 
I think a lot of people, it's interesting that like with this podcast, like we, we say it all the time. We're like, this is the advice your parents can't give you. This is the, the commiseration, you, you know, you're, you don't have with your parents because they didn't have the technology. And it's like certain things we don't attest. We don't account for the technology as much as other things like them coming back. You have to acknowledge how they came back. Was it with a DM? Was it with a reaction to your story? Was it, you know, in a drunken way or was it them at your doorstep saying, hey, I've really missed you. And I, you know, and I've been thinking about you a lot and I'd like to like start from square one. But obviously, let's start in a committed place where we go on some dates and try and figure out if this is the right thing. You know, even that, though, I still think is doesn't end well. Let's start from square one is like, let's start from like, why do you get to start from square one? I already dated you for three months. Decide like, come back to me. I'm kind of like, I don't even like that. Like, and I've had that, too. I've had guys who have been Mm. like, I've and I've, you know, I save I screenshot every single text from a guy who's come back because it makes me feel really good. I have all of them. I could read them all right now. Maybe I'll read them I on see a... Them. They're in the I'll back of your apartment a... framed on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read them on a back for seconds episode. I remember, I screenshot and then I send them to every single girl that I've talked shit about this guy for the past however many months <laughs> to being like, see, he's obsessed with me. <laughs> <laughs> I have... No, seriously, I have them all still. I'm, it's been years. I'm, I'm going to get married in two weeks. I still have them screenshot in my phone. Um, and maybe I'll do a live reading one day. But I've had that too, and I hate that more. It's like, oh, you're like, I'm now being like, you you've looked at the wait list, and now I'm I'm being like <laughs> reconsidered from the wait list for a potential like late entry into your well, admission into your college. To me, if that's how it makes you feel, then you don't go out with them again. Like that's right. why the well, this is why waiting. Like this person's premise is, should I keep an open door policy? And it's like, I think they should keep a door unlocked policy. Like what you're saying is totally right. Like if, if a guy came back to you and was like, hey, I've been thinking a lot and I've my life is a little bit more organized now. And I'd like to like do start at square the way I put it, square, right. square one. And you walked away from that going that fucking piece of shit. Like <laughs> you're entitled is, to reapply if you would like, just fill yes. out the essay and then I'll review and I'll decide. That's kind of what they're saying. Like to sure. me, that's almost more fucked up. It's like, I'm inviting you to reapply to date me. Whereas like, I'm kind of like we dated for three months. Like if you're coming back, come back to tell me you want to be my boyfriend or don't. And that sounds like intense. It does sound very intense and weird, but like to me, I'm kind of like, Otherwise, like, fuck off, like, like, come back the right way, telling, like, giving me what I wanted the last time you left. I don't think or it's wrong. don't come back. I think I listen. I hear you. I, I think that's like some people out there need to hear that. Like, there's someone listening that like if it like there are people that are getting back with people while being frustrated at the person they're getting back with. You know, like right, in the way you're because saying, they're like, not getting back with them in that way. And like, I mean, I've I've done that enough times where it's like, because if you don't say that, it's basically like they're get they get to test you out again. And then usually they decide after going out with you a few times and probably sleeping with you like, oh, I remember why I didn't want to mm. commit last time. Right. And nothing personal, yeah. but like, oh, I remember why like this doesn't feel like the match. And then you're kind of stuck there just like 
rebroken up with all over again and then you have to start from square one of like getting over the person and it's really painful and i've done it with the same person for many years and i've done it with new people various and then like i think i've got i I had gotten to a point in dating where i was like i'm not fucking doing this anymore and on the first and i think i've talked about this story before where someone took me to brunch after they like didn't want to date me and i was like why are you like why did like what's changed what did you reach out and they were like we had a lot of fun i want i'm like well i'm not looking for that i'm not looking to like do the same exact thing we did only for you to decide this isn't for you and then like you get to move you're you get a nice little reminder and then i have to spend the next month and a half like grieving whatever happened here and then figuring like it's very unfair i think and and trying to and trying to figure out why you know, I'm I'm good enough to have seconds, but not you know the right. real deal. Yeah, like it it becomes it does feel very personal, even though it's not. You know, it, like the second time around, like why are you bothering me? You yeah, know, yeah, it takes a toll because it does it gets someone's like hopes up, and I mean yeah. like because that if you're going back to someone, you know they you know they wanted to date you. That's why it ended, right? It mm-hmm. it ended because one person wanted a more serious relationship and the other person didn't. So to me to go back and I understand you've done this before and I get why people do it, but to go back under with the sense of like, let's try it again. And usually and nine, nine, nine times out of 10, the person just remembers after seeing you for a bit, why it wasn't going to work. It's just like very painful. I think here's the other thing. And the guy is very confused too. You know, like the guy coming back to you is generally not like, ah, business is good. Everything's organized now. I can fit a girlfriend in now. Like, right. It's generally (laughs) that he's as confused as you are. You know, like he doesn't know what he wants and he's just looking to, you know, have someone there while he doesn't know what he wants. Like she wrote in her email, isn't it uh, isn't the right uh, frame frame of mind for a relationship right now? Like. That guy doesn't get, you know, get back and like, I, I don't think that coming back to you is him being like, well, you know, I've been to therapy and I've right. my apartment's clean. Like, yeah, it's not that it, it's generally not the case, even though yeah. it happens. The problem is these things, you know, we live in a world where these things have happened. Everything has happened. That doesn't mean everything will happen. Yeah, totally. And it's more likely than not that it won't happen, that they will come back and it's not actually good for you. So like, it's tough to be like, go figure your shit out. Like, don't figure your shit out with me. Figure your shit out separately and then come back if you've made a decision that you want something different than you wanted however many months ago. And I know like yeah. most guys are not going to be, and most guys won't do this. Maybe can you explain the, the rationale behind that? But most guys are not coming back and they're like, oh, like we dated six months ago. I remember you. It felt really good. And they don't come back and they're like, I want to make this official. No, it's never going to happen. And That's why just is not that? That's how it goes. Um, and why? I, it's just not, I, even me hearing that, I'm like, no. <laughs> right. Which is why, I, which, is basically, which is basically when no. I say that to any guy that did come back, that's always yeah. the, it's like, not yeah, like, they no. don't say it like, they don't say it like that. Like, like, hmm. Well, because no. you've cut down, because then you've, you, you, we've lost time on the clock, you know, like there's, because 
then it's like, okay, this is day one of the relationship today. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, <laughs> moving is coming right around the corner. Like, we are, there's no... There's no gestation period, <laughs> you know, like it's, um, I mean, I'm just, I, I, listen, I'm giving you a very honest response. And no, I, I, it's very I'm accurate. It, yeah. <laughs> and while I'm saying it, I'm like, why wouldn't I, you know, if that was like, this is the perfect person, even the perfect person, I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know. But then I get, I, <laughs> let's hold off. Let's chill, chill. Yeah. You know, like I, I. But that means they're not the perfect person for you. That means you're making, you know, I would assume, and this is the fair response is, you know, that they are making um, some sort of um, compromise with themselves to be in a relationship with you. They're like, and, and anytime like that's happened where I'm like, where I've like kind of agreed to something when someone's like pushed me to it. Yeah. I go. I know right away. I'm like, this is the worst decision Terrible ever. This decision, is going to be yeah. horrible. Yeah. This person's going to hate me. And I've like, I forced someone into that. I've had that. And then it lasted three weeks. Yeah. Um, so, cause like the, it's like, pre- uh, and so I would like to coin the phrase like boyfriend or fuck off in those situations. <laughs> like, B-F-O-F-O-F-O. B-F-O-F-O. B-F-O-F-O. We should put that on a t-shirt. But like, B-F-O-F-O. if you're going to come back, if you're going to come back, boyfriend or fuck off. Because like, otherwise, yeah. you just get to be their little experiment and they get to not feel lonely for a few weeks. And then you have to deal with like, with it once they come to that realization that they remember why you're not a match for them. Well... <laughs> I'm just imagining like, oh, boyfriend, whoa, whoa, easy. <laughs> just got back. <laughs> That's Let what me they take always say. Take my shoes say. off in your apartment first. Yeah, I love that. B F O F O. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows let's do some awkward sex you ready yeah i'm ready that was great up at betches.com up at betches.com Awkward sex. Hi, J&J. My roommate and I are big fans of the podcast. Thank you for keeping us sane. I have an awkward sex story for you guys that happened a few weeks ago. So I've been talking to this guy on and off for a while now as friends with benefits vibes. He professed his love for me about two years ago after I broke up with my then boyfriend. We finally decided recently to give things a try as friends with benefits. See, that's, that's, a, that's the same situation that we just talked about. 
with friends with benefits. You're deciding well, to give it a try as friends with benefits. <laughs> after two years ago that he revealed his love? Like, okay. Yeah, okay. Things turned Not very work. sexual and I decided to go see him. He was staying at our coach's house. We both played college golf and had the same coach. Watching their dog while the family was out of town. I have already felt awkward about going over there knowing what was about to happen. Especially since I have also nannied the kids in, the, in that house. Oh my God, we have a... This is someone, is, someone is utilizing some, some cheap child in house care. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, the, the coach is using, they're right? using, everyone's using each other. When I get there, it's about 1 a.m. and we pretty much immediately start making out on the couch. He gets up to get a condom and where does he go? Does, it, does he know where the coach keeps the condoms? Like, He gets up to get, get a condom <laughs> and when he comes back, he says, can you just like blow me a little? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Romantic. <laughs> hey, can you just like blow me a little? Please. Uh, it's just so pathetic. <laughs> hey, just a little get it going, please. Uh, can you just no blow way. me a little? Major red flag, I know. I forgot I had gum in my mouth and panicked, so I stuck it behind my left ear. What is she? Willy Wonka? What's, <laughs> <laughs> What's her name? Baruka Salt? No. Yeah. That, the, or was is it that, Violet? Oh, it's Violet. She's the one with the gum. Yeah, Violet. Yeah. Well, uh, left ear while my hair was in a ponytail. We never made it into the guest room and banged on the couch where I read stories to his children. Okay. <laughs> it's a little much. Feeling great at this point, I took my hair down and ran my fingers through my hair and totally forgot I put my gum behind my ear. One of my fingers snagged the forgotten gum and dragged it through my hair. I instantly panicked. I remember from Disney Channel like 15 years ago that peanut butter helps get gum out of hair. Thank <laughs> God for a college degree. I ran to the pantry only to find chunky peanut butter, which is definitely not going to help my situation. So now I have to go look at my guy and say, hey, I need you to help me find some scissors to cut this gum out of my hair. We eventually found some kid scissors and ended up cutting a good half in a uh, good half section from behind my left ear to get it all out. I guess that one half sec one half inch section to get it all out. So now I'm left with a missing chunk of hair, halfway decent sex and having to live with uh, with knowing I fucked on my coach's couch. I hope this story made you guys laugh as it did my roommate and I. Thanks for all you do. Miss Hap Violet Beauregard. Oh, yeah, oh, she has yeah, the name. She's got it. Yeah. she. That's funny. Um, she got it as well. <laughs> what do you um, think, Jordan? I have to say, it's funny. Like, I feel like if you have... If you have anyone under the age of like 40 watching your kids or mm. watching your house, this is what they're going to do. This is, yeah, like you just kind of have everywhere. to, you just kind of accept it. I had a friend in high school. Um, she used to babysit for these kids and like she used to baby, she used to babysit them after school and she would always just invite her boyfriend over because like they couldn't yeah. to like sleep with you, him you, in well, the you, house. Now you have a free house. Right. Yeah. Like privacy is a commodity in high school like the idea of like being alone ever. totally yeah, yeah you're like i have this house there's no one there yeah. and we can't do it in my house so like yeah like, perfect <laughs> <laughs> and as you get older the more you're alone the more you the less you want other people in that space you know like you, you get totally. a house to yourself you're like come on oh over i have the house and it's like then you get older you're like I'm alone. I'm like, Thank God. Nobody come near me. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, if I think if you if you do have a babysitter or house sitter under the age of 40, you just kind of have to assume that that's what they're doing in your house. Um, price of admission, the cost uh, of doing business, so to speak. 
That's funny. Gum in your hair is no joke. That is. Have you ever had that uh, happen to you? I have, and you kind of have to cut it. I think yeah. there's another way to do it potentially that I don't know, but I've I've accidentally lit my hair on fire. I've accidentally put gum in my hair. It's a it's a I thing. Would, I once hooked up with a girl who got gum in her hair when like we we woke up. There was like a bit, and it was like that ain't coming up. Like right. it was like right away you see like it's not like gum gets stuck in your hair like one piece and then you can like <laughs> get it off the one piece like this is it, it it looked like it was stamped on in the street in the middle of a hair salon what did she do you know, like, um <laughs> we ended up going for breakfast and <laughs> it was she still had the in gum the i had the <laughs> and yeah she'll have I the peanut the butter i um <laughs> And it was still in there. And I was like, I, and then we, um, I remember just like go, um, it just like, was like, okay, good luck. Like, it was like <laughs> I don't know what to do. I, I, um, I, I hope they got it out. Maybe what if it to this day still in the hair? Yeah. But I just remember um, the look of it. It was <laughs> so much. There's some, you know, 34 year old woman who's got a gum in her hair for 10 years from the night she hooked up with you, Jared. She's still waiting yeah. for you to text her. Still waiting on it. <laughs> um, what, red flag or deal breaker? This is not. This is nothing to yeah, me. Like it, this happens. This is an accident. It I mean, even that woman. Like I remember being like, "This sucks." I I feel bad. Yeah, I mean, like he. I think he he helped her look for the scissors. He wasn't like figure it out. So yeah, I, gentleman. Um, it, he was a gentleman. He tried and. You know, they, I'm sure the, the family is like, where'd our chunky peanut butter go? We don't have food for the kids tomorrow, you know, for lunch. Right. Um, but uh, what would you call this? I really liked Matt. Maddie came up with a few, but her favorite of mine was the bubble cum. Bubblegum. And <laughs> I also had like, I came up with fuckalicious. Love fuckalicious. Like, fuckalicious. Yeah. <laughs> like bubblicious. Yeah, I yes. get it. Um, I had bazooka Jane. Oh, I like that. Instead of bazooka Joe. It's always fun when there's outside things like that, like with the gum. Uh, Maddie also had babysitter, babysitter's club and a sticky, hairy situation. Um, yeah, this is uh, this was a good one. I, I red flag deal breaker for you. Like you'd be fine with that, right? Yeah, he got hair in his, he got gum <laughs> in his hair. Totally cool. Would you think it was weird that she put it behind her ear, like she's about to no. go down on you, and she just takes it out and you know. <laughs> Puts it under in her bra. Like where would where would where's the line for where she's putting her? Like no, just, I'm kind of like just get a new piece of gum. Late, like how much? Yeah. How how expensive is gum? <laughs> I mean, gonna, I'm I'm the person that I'd swallow the gum. Like I've gone down on women where I'm like, oh, I got gum, and I'm just like, Gulp. and it's like, okay, like I'm not making a scene. I'm not like spitting the gum across the room or, or like I'm not it, like putting it in yeah, behind, behind your neck. my ear. <laughs> I I used to chew gum a lot. I chew less gum now, but. I was pretty good at like putting gum. I, I, I think I've said this on the podcast before. Like I could put it inside my lip and I would just have it. Yes. For like you were, hours. Do you still do that? I, you used to record like as, that. Yeah. I would record with gum in my mouth, but never chew the gum. You're, you're violet. Then I'm really. violet. Yes. <laughs> I'm Vince. I would I, be really I, upset if a guy, got gum if you were the guy and you got gum in my hair that way i would See, be very mad i would might be that might be a at least a red flag 
Oh, if that course. was the case. I, yeah, that would that would stink. Like because doing it to yourself is really the only way you're okay with gum occurring. If someone else does it to you, you're like, what the fuck have I done? Like what 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 kind of animal am I dealing with here? Right, I agree. I I would swallow gum. I I think the funny thing it would be funny if like a girl if I was if a woman blew me. And then she got done and then took the gum out from her ear and put it back in her mouth and started chewing it like she was like a secretary. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, I'm into this. How did I get hard again? Yeah. It's it's funny. I saw a tweet about this. It's like, it's like, is Jared ever not into any of the awkward <laughs> sexes? It's like, yeah. we. she went down on me and then she lit the building on fire. And Jared's like, that's hot. I can see that. That's kind of hot. She's got a lot of a lot of gumption. Yeah. Fair. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do another email. Okay, so someone writes, should I end my long-term relationship if I'm not interested in sex anymore? Dear J&J, I know this is a common problem for many, but I'm hoping your sage advice could help me. I've lost my sex drive and I'm not sure why. It has become an obstacle in my long-term relationship. 
I'm 29. I've been with my boyfriend for about two and a half years. We used to have great sex, but over the last year or so, I've steadily become less interested. Don't get me wrong. I'm still very attracted to him and love him as a person. It's really not him. It's me. And I just don't know why. I've always struggled with varying degrees of anxiety and body insecurities, but those issues, ironically, have never really affected my sex, li- sex drive in the past. So lately, I've chalked it up to the reality of a long-term relationship leading to less frequent sex. I know it's not that way for everyone's relationship, but I genuinely feel like that's a pretty common circumstance, no? The problem is my boyfriend doesn't relate to that. He hasn't lost his sex drive at all. It's not to say that he pressures me to do it by any means, but it does put us in this weird position where I feel guilty and ashamed for being uninterested, like I'm being unloving. I know he's frustrated and ultimately pretty bummed out by it because it's not a rare occurrence that I'm just not in the mood. And I feel bad about that. If I put myself in his shoes, I know I'd be hurt at some point by feeling rejection from the person I, I love. So I don't know what to do. Is this a sign that I'm over the relationship? I'm really not sure because the idea of dating or hooking up with other people sounds even less interesting to me. But is it also just plain unfair to him to stick it out? It seems silly to break up over sex and lose my best friend in that process. But I can't help but feel like after a whole year of disinterest that maybe this is a sign of a deeper problem with the relationship altogether. Any words of wisdom much appreciated. Finally, sex drive stuck in idle. It's a very difficult email. Um, first of all, I can't tell them what to do or how to feel. You know, like mm-hmm. the, the so many of these questions are unanswerable questions for us. You know, totally. Um, this is a really good example of that of that kind of question. I think. Yeah, because listen, she says things like you know. You know, sex changes as you get in a relationship, and we would both agree with that. You know, like, you know, it's different two and a half years in than it is a year in than it is 20 years in. You know, so everyone, so when she's, it's the one thing I'll disagree with um, that she wrote is it seems silly to break up over sex and lose my best friend in that process. I don't think it's silly. I think there's a pie chart of things that go into a relationship and sex is part of that pie chart, you know, physical stuff. Yeah. So like, I think when we say it's, when she says something like it seems silly to break up over sex, that means you're not taking your own feelings or your own, you know, you're not, you're taking out a piece of that pie, which I don't think is fair. And I think people in that, I think it's a bad message to send to everybody out there that like those things can't affect a relationship or be the reason something doesn't, work out you know because anything totally. could be the reason it doesn't work and out, sex you know? is a major pillar of a relationship and it's not like oh because you're not having enough sex you need to break up it's more like are you sexually compatible um yeah. or you know are you are your needs being are both of your needs being met or like how is how is the situation making you both feel about it and i think a therapist could really help you like unpack that like is it is the lack of interest in sex something to do with you or where you're at mentally right now a lot of things go into sex drive that have nothing to do with your partner um you know if you're like stressed or like you said she said she has body she has some body insecurities or something like that Mm -hmm. um or it could be the relationship and i don't think we really have enough informations ourselves (laughs) to like really give you the advice of you know break up with him or like figure it out like i think that's something you would need to spend a lot of time exploring with the professional to say like, you know, where are these feelings coming from? Like what, 
you know what I mean? Like what, what do you value in a relationship? What is your partner value? Is that something you can meet halfway on? And I think that like sex itself, I've read some really uh, two interesting books. I think that could help this reader unpack the situation are um, mating in captivity by Esther Perel and also come as you are by Emily. I think it's Nagowski. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing her name last wrong, but it's also about like how some people, the come as you are book is basically about how like for some people, sex is like a proactive thing. And for some people it's more like they can only, they're more interested in sex when they're like prompted Mm. And it's just kind of a different way of being sexual or having a different kind of sexuality in that way. That's it. It's interesting. I, I, I never heard of that, but that makes some sense that like some people want to be pursued and some people want to pursue. Right. right. Is that kind of, and, and or but it's I only think, like some people, it's like only really on their radar once they're like they're pursued or yeah, or brought to them and other people like seek it out more. And I think that's where a lot of the, differences in in sexual needs come from or or like incompatibility or compatibility can often come yeah and i think the important thing you're bringing up is like their partner like Mm -hmm. that their partner has a choice in this you know like something she says is she says just plain unfair to him to stick it out like he is in this relationship with you and he's an adult who he can end it with you you know, like he could send right. an email that sounds very different than this, but it's the same. His email could be, she won't have sex with me. I love her, but I need sex in my relationship. Should I end it for that reason? And, you know, our advice to him might be very different. Like the advice, like the way she explains this right now, it needs to be explained to him. Totally. Like the idea, like, I don't know. And I'm not sure I could relate to because she says I'm attracted to him, but I just don't want to have sex with him. And it's like, I don't know what that means. I know what that means. I felt the thing. that. I'm yeah, saying right, like he, yeah. you might have a you might have things <laughs> to explain to him. Like, to, right. you know, like, you know what that means. And I don't like what does that mean to you? Like to me, that means like um, sometimes I think there's times in your life or at least there are for me where I'm just not as interested in sex as other times. Like there are certain times when I'm kind of like in a, again, and a lot of that plays in, has nothing to do with the partner. It's more like, how am I feeling about myself? How am I feeling about my body? How am I feeling about like my stress in my life has mm. a lot to do with it. And I think for some people, all that stuff could be going on and they're still like down for sex sure. or excited and, about sex. And for some people what- it's not. Yeah. But this is why when she says it seems silly to break up over sex, that means she thinks sex is a silly topic. Like this is a serious topic. This is one where you're saying you're attracted to him, but you don't want to have sex. And he might be thinking that is you won't have sex with me. That means you're not attracted to me. Um, It also means that you're not negotiating these things. Like I would I would want to if my girlfriend was feeling this way, Mm -hmm. I would want her to let me know. And then I would want like I would want some hypotheticals brought up. You know what I mean? Like, how do we work this out? Like, I would want her to ask me questions like, you know, are you are you horny? Like, are you feeling like, you know what I mean? Like, I, right. I, and I would want or to like, ask them questions, too. Like, right. Because like what, what, what if he's like 
he's sexually frustrated by this and it's something that it, like I'm not saying makes him mad but it upsets him and he's not even communicating that to you because he's just thinking you're just not interested. Yeah, I think that like so many I think that the reason that relationships might end because of this when they don't even need to is because people are afraid to talk about it or they feel uncomfortable talking about it. like and they jump to assumptions like you said like if often if someone's partner isn't trying to have sex with them or rejecting their sexual advances, you're kind of like, well, I don't feel like attractive in this relationship. I don't feel like I'm like getting my sexual needs fulfilled. Um, and instead you just kind of build up the resentment. But if you do what you said, which is sort of like explain why, how you're feeling either does or doesn't have anything to do with them. Um, I think it could at least help them understand and maybe help change the way you both think about sex in your relationship. Or yeah, come together, I mean, come somewhere in the middle. But also it gives them a chance to like, I mean, like it might end. He might look at you and go, mm -hmm. I need more. This has been on my mind a lot. And to hear this, like, how do we even, you know, like, and it might be that he goes, yeah, you know, I, I just want to know that you're still here with me. You know, like it, it could be as simple as I want to know that you're still into me, but just it's about when this happens. And also professional help is going to help this a lot. I agree with that. But like, I think like he might see this as, you know, this could range from anything from like, I feel upset that you don't want to, to I am sexually frustrated. And right. I think sexually frustrated might mean, you know, a breakup of some kind. And I just want to know that you're into me might mean that just communicating that. Yeah. And I think that will, it will vary depending on how that other person feels, but yeah, you, it needs an open, honest conversation Either I would start start just with them, and then if you're kind of feeling like you're not getting anywhere, it might be helpful to bring someone else into the conversation. Cinema Date will be like, okay, I can do two blowjobs a month, one fuck a week. <laughs> I can commit to that. <laughs> I can commit to that. Well, like, imagine imagine the, the situation where like they I everything is great, we're in an amazing relationship, but he won't help out around the house at all. Won't take out the garbage, won't sure. won't do the dishes, won't do any of that stuff. And you're like, I'm feeling frustrated, not sexually frustrated, but I'm feeling frustrated or, you know, resentful of something else. Like it could be like the kind of thing that's a compromise in that way. I think we think of sex as something that's so different. And part of it is because there's like a certain mood into it. Mm -hmm. But I think about it, you can think like, like you said, it is very important. Just like doing the dishes is very important to yeah. someone who values that. And the way you bring it up and the way that you talk about it, I think will be more of a determinant, like you said, of how, how viable this relationship is than the actual problem at hand. The dishes build up in the sink. The cum builds up in the balls. <laughs> Same thing. Someone's got to take care of it. <laughs> Someone's got to take care of it one way or the other. Exactly. Uh, UUP at Betches.com. We're going to come back with some red flag deal breaker with our special guest, Ricky Velez. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. 
Hello and welcome back to the UAP podcast. We're going to play some games. We have a very special guest. Um, he is a hilarious comic. He has an HBO special that you can stream on HBO Max right now. And I will tell you, the special is hilarious and awesome. He's a good friend of mine. Ricky Velez, thank you for coming on, buddy. Of course, buddy. I'm happy to be here. So Great excited to, see to have you on. Um, everyone go watch his HBO special. We are excited to talk about dating today and play some games. Um, I'm sure you know we've Red Flag or Deal Breaker. But first, let's talk about your dating situation as we do. Um, I know you. It's funny. The last time we spoke, you had you were like about to have a baby and you just told me that he's three years old. And I'm like in awe that that much time has passed. <laughs> well, we, we spent a year and a half inside, but like my dating life's like, it's not good. Like, I'm meaning like I've been <laughs> married, but like I never even got to do the apps. Like I never even got into that world. This is something Ever. straight dudes always do. I never got go, to. I never got, got to. Got to. Never got right. to ride the ride. Yeah. It's like, I never got to have a colonoscopy. Where is yeah. my, you know what I mean? I never got what? the chance. Women will go, women will go, oh, I'm so happy I missed that crap. And all the guys are like, I never got to play the game. I never got to get no. involved. I never got to swipe, dude. You know, like sometimes <laughs> I'll even grab my friend's phones and swipe, just swipe for them. See if I can help them out a bit. Just to feel something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ricky, the special. So everyone needs to go watch the special. It's on HBO right now. So if you you can stream it immediately, this is a date night. the The thing about the special relating to this podcast, you talk about being with your wife. You guys are from differing backgrounds, and I think that's a question we get a lot. Where it's like, I'm you know dating someone who's you know from somewhere different than me, and I I have to try and understand. What was the hardest part about dating your wife and then getting married to someone? You know, she's from the Midwest. She uh, is suburban. You're from Queens. It's a sitcom in itself. What you talk about on the special, and I think it's important that if people go watch it, they're going to love those jokes. But it's 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 fun to talk about. If you focus on each other, you'll be fine. But if you focus about about the noise around, that will fuck you up. Because everybody will tell you why you can't be together. But if you just focus on each other, you're fine. So, what were you, what were you concerned about? Like, just what like were people I mean, about? we're from completely totally different backgrounds. Um, she grew up with money. I grew up without money. She grew up uh, like with a very involved family. Mine not so much. So it's like. It was just very different, but being open to things were, was the reason we're still together. We're about to hit 10 years this year. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's feel, wild. Do you feel like you kind of both brought each other a little bit more towards the middle? Like maybe she's taught you to appreciate the finer things in life and you've taught her to like be a little more down to earth. Is that like something that happens you feel like or not really? Yeah, no, it definitely does. And then like on top of it, like she's friends with people and I'm friends with people that on paper I w like would have never been friends with. And like we brought people into each other's lives that w they we would have never met. So like it's it, yeah, we met in the middle really well, I think. Is is there was there ever a moment where you're like, I'm having a like or is she having like did either of you ever have the um the what's it called? The um the moment from the Julia Roberts movie, the You the, lost me. You lost me on Julia Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, Pretty woman? Uh, 
Pretty Woman. Did ever have a Pretty Woman moment where you're like, you will not tell me, I, you know, I, I'm taking everything. Like, like, do you ever have a moment where someone was like so rude to you? Yeah. You know, that you're meeting in their yeah. world. Big mistake. Huge. It's a big mistake. Huge. You work yeah. on commission, right? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I think I'm like the first Puerto Rican that's ever been to Michigan. So like, <laughs> it, it, there were some people that, that, that like had some weird questions, but overall it was good. That's great. Okay. Well, we're going to play the game. I want everyone to go watch the special right now. It's called Here's Everything. I have watched it. Everyone who listens to this is going to love it. It's so funny. The jokes are amazing. It's on HBO. I mean, like, they don't, they make, like, this is, like, I, people need to know how big of a deal this is. Ricky's hilarious. a good friend of mine, but, like, HBO's special, like, that's the special. They don't, they only do a few a year. This isn't, you know, this isn't that junk on Netflix. This is big time. <laughs> HBO's special and it's a fantastic hour of stand-up and everyone's gonna love it so and everyone go follow Ricky on Instagram at Ricky Velez on Instagram and you can find links and all that stuff to all the good all the specials and all everything Ricky does so are we ready to play some red flag deal breaker yeah dude let's go I love you guys you're so funny keep going (laughs) red flag is nothing uh it's it's uh, you not you're dating someone it's going great this one thing happens red flag i acknowledge it but we'll move on deal breaker this ends the relationship you ready let's go okay love the pod appreciate everything you do i have a red flag or deal breaker that is actually one of my girlfriends but wanted to hear your take um so i can send to the group chat she has only ever been to one concert in her life miley cyrus 2012 <laughs> This doesn't include the small scale uh, music festival in Philly, but even so, when she told us that, we all said if we were on a date with her, that would be a major red flag. A few of a, a few, a few of my music junkie friends even said deal breaker. It's not like I'm going to a concert every weekend, but I've been to a fair share of them, and they're one of my favorite events to spend money on. Would love to hear your take. So, been to one concert in their life. Red flag, deal breaker. Listen, man. I stopped going to movies a long time ago once they started shooting them up. And my wife loves <laughs> movies more than anything. And we, we've made it work. So uh, that's a red flag. It's fine. So yeah, does she go be... alone? Does she go? Yeah, she goes alone. It's her piece. Yeah. You don't need to go to the movies with someone. I think that's a huge misconception. We're not speaking the entire time. You're just sitting, watching. I, I Neither at a concert. Know. Yeah. At a concert, I mean... Well, a Go concert, to- you could be like dancing a little. You could like, no one's like, no speaking during the con. Like in a movie, you really like can't be speaking. I mean, I'm closer to her friend than than not. I've been to like one Dave Matthews Same. Band concert and that's it. Like in Same. my life. I don't so, like really? concerts that much yeah. either. I don't I like concerts. I don't you like do. crowds. I if I have like a box seat. Talk about a uh, difference in socioeconomic <laughs> status. If I have like a good seat, like that's like separate from the, the masses, I'm like down. Otherwise, like I don't really bother. I don't like <laughs> festivals. I like concerts. Yeah. Festivals, all I can think about is this. So I'm in for three days. I'm in yeah. for a full day. Like trapped. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I've been, I've dated people who are like big music people and gone to concerts with them. And I'm like happy to be brought into their world. Like I think like 
that's a more intri- like the idea that this is a red flag to someone who loves music. Well, I don't, I don't think it's that big a deal. It would be different if she was like, I don't like music. Like those yeah, that's people. Different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those, that's I've creepy. Never heard of, yeah. That's a, that's a person. That's a crazy person. Yeah. I agree. Um, okay. So we're, we're fine with this. Okay. Let's do another. Dear J and J. Can't believe I actually have a story for you. This one happened recently and has been discussed over multiple book club dinners with coworkers, et cetera. <laughs> so I figured you could be the ultimate judges for Red Flag or Deal Breaker. This might be the person that doesn't like music. The, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, book, the book club yeah. person. <laughs> I guess just, I love how we're, I found we're all, the deal breaker. <laughs> we all just just hate knowledge and reading. Okay. I'm dyslexic. Let's not let's not forget about my people. Okay. Yeah. Uh, met a guy on Tinder as you do. We meet up for a drink in the city for the first date. Things are going well and no immediate red flags. About halfway through the date, a woman walks up to our table and I assume she was a friend or coworker. She's saying things like, so funny to run into here. You here. I'm with so-and-so getting a drink and wanted to come say hi. She's friendly and chatty and I'm not paying much attention to him as she's talking. Then she starts asking, so how do you two know each other? And he responds from Tinder to which she replies, oh, people still do that. After a few more invasive questions, she reveals that she's his ex-girlfriend and they broke up two months ago. She finally leaves two while I'm cra- two months ago. Um, she finally leaves while I'm cracking up at the coincidence of the entire thing. I turn to him and he's sweating <laughs> and stunned like someone ran over his beloved pet. I can't help but tease him and enjoy the Schadenfreude. Ah, oh, fuck! I don't know how you say that. Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude of it all. I do ask who broke up with who. He did. A couple weeks later, we make somewhat last-minute plans for a second date at a different location, uh, rooftop bar, date is going well, and then about three-quarters of the way through, here comes the ex-girlfriend again. This time, I can't believe it, <laughs> but laugh it off because I don't want to get murdered. He's visibly irritated with her and tries to get her to leave as quickly as possible. She's being super nonchalant and lightheartedly chatting like it's just another coincidence. Once she's gone, he's dumbfounded and says he changed his password so, she, so he doesn't know how she could have known where he was unfortunately having someone's ex show up to your dates really kills the mood so the evening ended not too long after that i've decided that i'm not ready to be in a netflix true crime documentary so for me it's a deal breaker i even asked him if it was some sort of kink where they aren't really broken up and use random dates as foreplay (laughs) since that wouldn't be any weirder than an adult woman stalking her ex on his tinder dates thanks for all that you do i've spread your gospel far and wide excited to hear your thoughts stalked in the city I, Ricky, what do you think? <laughs> I think it's funny that she possibly thinks she's being cucked at dinner. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> first thought is the weirdest thought. <laughs> but also it's like the girlfriend obviously has his location on. Right. Like, is that she what is, it is? Yeah. Well, she that's what he's uh, He changed his passwords. He thought that she's clearly doing, she's clearly some, some somewhat crazy. I could agree with that. You don't um, think that there's a chance? Like, I, I'm giving her a little bit more empathy. I think, like, you don't think there's a chance that he's twice? going to all their old spots? Like, he's just so lazy with thinking of new spots to go to that he's going to places that she would be. I mean, I do want... Her being so nonchalant is is really, I guess, the tell that she knows more than he does. But at the same time, that means she's also hitting all of her old spots. So she's yeah. just as crazy as he is. 
Yeah, that's true. This is a deal I mean, breaker. You're going to end up dead, girl. Get away from that. Yeah, I would I wouldn't want to be in this. I agree with the with the with Ricky and with the uh, the person who wrote in. It's like it's it's creepy and it's it's unnecessarily so for a second date. I guess it's a it's a where there's smoke there's fire situation. Like you are this isn't just nothing is random. You yeah, know, this, I would this. I would be like deal okay, you need to like untangle yourself from the situation and then like Text me if that ever happens. Yeah. I I love that she came up like she was Cruella DeVille to their table. Like, oh, <laughs> hello. How are we? Like, this was her big moment. Like, that's how you know. Like, you, you know, you wave across the room and goodbye. But to ask many questions, like. Twice. You're dealing with someone. Yeah. <laughs> you're dealing with someone who's not unlocked from this relationship. Twice. <laughs> Once I would be fine with. Twice yeah, is like twice. there's something weird going on that you don't know about. Okay, let's do one more. You ready, guys? Yes. Let's go. Okay, and everyone go follow Ricky on Instagram, at Ricky Velez. Here's everything. That's the special. It's on HBO right now. You can watch it. Make a night of it. Great date night. Great for on the couch. Funny, funny, funny. Given that Jared loves to fly so much, I have an airport-related red flagger deal breaker for you guys. I've been seeing a guy for a few months and he recently told me that he doesn't believe in TSA pre-check <laughs> and even goes as far <laughs> as to request a pat down every time he goes through security instead of going through the x-ray machine. It's a long story, but the gist of his argument is that he thinks it's problematic that TSA denies pre-check to people like whistleblower journalists. So therefore he wants them to expend additional resources searching him a non-threat as a form of protest. We're long distance, so we've never actually flown together, but I would rather die than take off my shoes in the airport slash wait in a long security line, red flag or deal breaker. What do we think? I mean, dog, like, I can understand if he was like, I don't think it's okay to take a bunch of x-rays. I'm traveling too much, so I take the pat down. Yeah. But like this just sounds like a guy that was busy on January 6th. Like this feels <laughs> I I agree with that. That's feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, it's very mental what's going on there. His protest doesn't make sense to me. I agree. Yeah. Maybe if it did make more sense, it would be more understandable, but it's so it's such a random hill to die on. Like he's upset with that they won't let whistleblower journalists through. Plus, even forget forget the reasoning behind that. I'm not waiting if I'm traveling. No. If I'm going to spend a long-term relationship, <laughs> yeah, I'm not no, waiting no. for them to get pat- patted down up out of protest. Do that on your own time. Yeah, if your protest <laughs> ta- makes it so it takes me longer to get to the Delta Sky Club, then I am against your protest. It is over for us. It's well, done. They- I'm, me and my wife are same level, but if one of us gets caught up, you just go. You, you just go, we'll meet, we'll meet up. We'll meet See up later. See you there. See you at the <laughs> gate. Would the rules still apply on the Titanic? Yes. <laughs> Whoever gets the boat first, yeah, I'll yeah. see you when I see you. In 2021, yeah. it does, Jordana. In 2021, it does. <laughs> Listen, Ricky, thank you so much for coming on, man. This is great. Guys, thank you so much for having me. Y'all so cool, and thank you for always being so supportive. It's awesome. Of course, everyone needs to go follow Ricky at Ricky Velez and then go watch the special. It's called Here's Everything. It's on HBO Max right now. You can stream it. It is so, so good. You're going to love it.
Uh, Jordana, we solved dating again. We did it. <laughs> I love that. I'm so proud of us. Thank you, Ricky. Thank you so much for coming <laughs> on. We will see you on Sunday. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.